Hey. Picasso's Pekis- mm. freestyle. Mm. Let's do it. Mm. Hey. Mm. Eating a couple wings mm. with a couple kings. Mm. They're my favorite things. Hey. Mm. Hey. Mm. That's all I got. I'm not a good freestyle rapper. Wait, hold on. I'm looking for a second. Folks, don't worry if you're not a good freestyle rapper. Just go ahead and order that Picasso's pizza. But let's face it, when we're talking about food, a lot of us are still digesting from last week. And speaking of digesting, digesting two huge episodes to premiere Hawkeye from last week. And we are on to episode three this week. So let's get our pros in here. Let's get our analysts in here. Of course, as always, we've got the Micah man, Jake Micah, and we've got Mr. Hollywood Boulevard himself, Joe Casali. <laughs> Gents, how are we doing this fine hump? Haw- Hawkeye hump day is what I think what we're going to go with. Hawkeye hump day, okay. Doing good, doing good. I mean, come on. It's, you know, wake, waking up to a brand new Marvel property, Hawkeye. Starting off strong with last week, I mean, this really is turning into an insane show, and I can't wait to talk about it with you guys. Very, you know, some surprises, and and overall just fun. You know, I, I just really had fun with it. it. You know, this it's really promising to be, you know, such a, you know, Marvel, so to speak, show of, of the MCU. I, I'm still loving Hawkeye Hump Day. I think I mean, we would say okay, Marvel Wednesdays and Marvel Marvel Wednesdays are great, but Hawkeye Hump Day takes the cake. Um, yeah, I, me and Sally talking last week. I said this has been like my favorite two installments. I think of any show so far. Like just overall, I don't know about like specifically those two episodes, but just the feel and the vibe of the show and it it really it really kept going in this episode. Uh, and this was just this was just a, a fun episode the whole way through. So I'm excited to get into it with you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and hit, let's, this episode named Echoes for a number of reasons, for a number of uh, things that occur in the episodes, themes and actions. Hopefully we don't have any echoes on this broadcast, and let's get into it. So we start out right where we left off. Hilarious scene with them on the uh, on the kids' uh, little, what were those, the ponies? You got Hawkeye on the pony. They're being made fun of. And just a great sequence out the gate. Uh, what was your thoughts overall on the action, Casali, as they were trying to escape to a toy store? Uh well it was a uh abandoned KB toys if uh, oh my god KB toys was, which come on shit. that's throwback wow. <laughs> I remember going to that store all the time you know as a kid but I mean yeah right off the gate you could tell you know the you know the the detail of of their action sequences what they're trying to set up within you know this show that kind of echo of what we've seen in the past um you know it was just great and all fun and you know it's always fun to see what kind of uh you know stuff hawkeye has under his sleeve you know his kind of tricks and stuff because you know every time the average person you know always thinks of hawkeye it's always like oh he's just a guy with an arrow like he's not the hulk he's not cap but he really knows you know what he you know what he can do with his skills you know he's been with shield for so long so he really has you know a lot of tricks under his belt and also again showing off you know the beauty of kate bishop and you know We've still, you know, this is the third time around that we're getting, you know, to know her and stuff. And already she's becoming a promising asset to the team. So, I mean, top notch all the way, you know, I mean, it's just and it's only the beginning, which is so exciting. But I mean, I just Mm -hmm. I love me some action, uh, Marvel action sequences for sure. 
Do you guys think that I'm really the biggest thing of the early, at least of the show is, do you think that tracksuit mafia member like got back to his girlfriend? Do you think that they're, they're okay now? Like I'm, I was genuinely concerned for him. He was like, he was like this, and I get this work is important and everything, but I got bigger fish to fry today. Oh yeah. The Imagine Dragons guy, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. That guy. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Hopefully. Imagine Dragons guy. <laughs> yes. Imagine Dragons guy. And I mean, imagine, imagine you're just like Daniel Platzman, you know, the drum kit guy for Imagine Dragons. Let's say you're a huge Marvel fan. You're suiting up. You're like, you're like, oh, can't wait to watch this episode. And boom, your band is just getting roasted right out of the gate. But I love the sequence. Obviously, uh, so. You know, shocker here, uh, a Marvel Avenger escapes from captivity, uh, obviously, as Hawkeye is running around the KB Toys. We'll get into the spoilers of episode three, folks, so strap in here. But uh, let's, uh, you know, it's very interesting because when he's running around the KB Toys, absolutely benefits from the fact that they're in more of a capture mode right there than a kill him because they could have easily shot him multiple times, but he's running on top of the toy decks. And then finally, he's duking it out with what seems to be our new antagonist. Yes. Um, uh, Echo, which, uh, you know, we even got in the very beginning, kind of like a pre-introduction to what she was all about. Uh, You know, the uh, she's deaf and and all that stuff. And and we kind of get introduced to her character, her her father in the very beginning, like she had a close connection to her family, uh, possible uncle to see who could that be. But, uh, you know, a great, great introduction for sure uh, to see what she's all about. I'm not too familiar um with echo but i know I, I you know this is only the beginning with this character marvel has already announced a lot of stuff that they want to really you know use with this uh with this character so it was you know very very great indeed i'm sure uh jake you probably know a lot more of, of that character from the comics for sure yeah i think we touched on it a little bit last week echo echo is honestly someone that i'm not as um, familiar with but from what i i mean the connections to hawkeye and especially ronin echo was the first ronin in the comics before okay. our boy clint barton oh, wow. decided okay. to put on the ronin costume so there's i don't know if that's going to come into play or anything right now clearly i think she has more of just a vendetta with ronin for interfering with whatever and whoever's business like you said the uncle whatever business she is getting we can get to those those yeah we can get to those later on whatever that speculation but echo i think it was an awesome like just i love when they do like because they have to explain so many characters like coming in on these shows especially there's not so there's not time to give everybody an origin episode there's obviously not time yeah. in the movies to get everybody but that little five was it five minutes six minutes it's hot the uh, cold open to that episode with echo and just showing like just the 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 main points of what we need to know about her upbringing and how she got to here. It was so well done. So put together, like you don't need anything else to understand her motivation and where she's coming from. Like it did such a good, good job. It was succinct, but it was really good. Got you a lot of information. And then, I mean, we get to the, we get to the fight scene and everything and seeing her, you know, get to go to work and just realizing like how much of a badass she actually is. Like she can, she's taken it to an Avenger. Like that's, that's as a, as great of an introduction as you can get, right? I mean, like for for two talk people about who... going over. <laughs> exactly, she she got <laughs> she went over strong on that one. So it was it was a it was a fun start to the show, and like you said, we're gonna speculate a little bit probably. Late. I I'm gonna speculate later on on Echo's involvement in this, um, but safe to say she's gonna be incredibly vital to whatever is happening in this story and stories going forward. And I think it was an awesome introduction to really see her in action. 
And that's been really the, like, and, I'll, and there's a couple points I want to make here, but that's a great thing to say because that's been the claim to fame for a couple of these series, right? What impact are what we're seeing in these limited series going to have mm-hmm. in the bigger MCU? And it seems mm-hmm. like there are a lot of implications there. I had two notes from this early fight. I got no pow right in the kisser. It's a kick right in the hearing aid. Is talking, <laughs> like, like, that was hysterically ironic as she just literally nailed his hearing aid. And I mean... You know what? I they're lovable guys. I almost feel bad for them. Tracksuit Mafia is almost constantly down very, very bad. <laughs> but you know what? They're hanging around there. They're underdogs. So that's super exciting. And then of course, uh, it's no challenge for them to escape, but they decide not to go with the challenger. And as we talked in our pre-show, I know we'll get into uh obviously the lineage of Ronan and a couple of other things that occurred in the episodes, but one that really dominated, I'd have to say, would be the sequence with the car and obviously uh, the trick arrows. I mean, let's face it. When they said there's no such thing as trick arrows a couple episodes ago or, or whether it was two or one, you just knew that couldn't be the case, Casale. Yeah, no, I mean, and this is why I love uh, the attention to detail that that all these, you know, the movies and the series have, have well, because they clearly show that, you know, this is a lived-in universe and the Avengers are a true team, you know, that they, they do work together and, and help each other out in, in ways that we didn't even see coming because, I mean, there's a lot of tech that Hawkeye uses that he is, you know, haven't had help from, you know, in the past. And we've got this, you know, in the past, like, like an Age of Ultron. You know, like uh, uh, Captain America had like some upgrades that was made by uh, by uh, Tony Stark, you know. And, and so it's kind of cool that, you know, this is, you know, we lived in this lived in universe where this team really works together. I mean, this whole sequence on its own is just beautiful. I love me a good car chase, you know, whether it's the Fast and the Furious stuff or like. You know, just like born, you know, like the like the true to force, like action stuff, even like Winter Soldier had had such a great uh, car chase action sequence. Um, So to just have it again, you know, on the small screen is just, you know, it was very cinematic and just so much fun to see them fight and and them kind of this also just again, the whole series, the whole point is also building the relationship, you know, between Hawkeye and Kate Bishop. So to. To, and having these small scenes, even though it's such on a grand scale, you know, it truly shows like how great they they are and how how well they're they're building. So, you know, what I I, I take all, all I can get at this point, and and again, it shows because it was just so much fun. You know, them trying to get away and them kind of bantering like, oh, okay, like I I gotta drive. No, you can't drive. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot. And it also, you know, I, I kind of. It was a great chance for Hawkeye to truly, you know, see like what Kate, Kate Bishop was capable of and and using the trick arrows and all that stuff to stop them. So it was just so much from it's uh, so much fun. You know, it's just, this is, you know, Marvel at its finest. Absolutely. Has there ever been another uh, car chase scene in anything with bow and arrow? I don't know. This might be like a groundbreaking moment. I don't know if we had a... Uh, yeah. A, a cinematic or television moment of a car chase with a bow and arrow. And it didn't disappoint. Did not, did, I'm with you on your car chases, Casali. Always a sucker for a good car chase. Mm-hmm. You throw in an archer in there using arrow. First of all, what is his organization system? Like, Clinton just know, like, I want to know if they've got like different <laughs> looks on them or something. Like, he yeah. just, he's he needs some like, I have no <laughs> idea. 
I would <laughs> yeah, try and keep something. it. I would try and keep it like a golf bag. Like I would try and keep my seven through nine iron in one area. But it seemed like he just had the whole like pencil case, like of Everything. just you know, yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous. And I mean, I guess you know, you want to be ready for every situation. So like, I understand he's very prepared, but it just seemed like a seems like you could make a pretty easy mistake if he's trying to use that putty arrow um, and instead accidentally uses one of these other arrow, the explosion arrow or the, what was your, which one was your favorite one, Maniac or Savage or one? Like, which one did you enjoy well, the most that we saw it, on this? It, I mean, it, with its effectiveness and obviously it's, you know, splendor to see, I have to go with the putty arrow. I mean, she calls mm. it the Play-Doh arrow out, out of the, uh, out of the gate. And I really like that. But with that said, I mean, the putty arrow just seemed like it was doing work, seemed like it was unstoppable. Get your enemy in a little bit of mush, and you're done, though. Because, Ellie, w- w- which one did you have? Oh, my favorite was, um, I mean, is this a spoiler if I go into it? But Because, I- Ellie, just spoil it! Okay, I love the uh, the pim arrow, of course. That was amazing. Yep. And that kind of, you know, was kind of what I was saying before was how, you know, the team really utilizes each other's help and 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 design their tech and whatnot because obviously whether it was from hank you know or or you know scott you know how far he's gone into uh working with pim tech so having the arrows in line where he was able to shoot them and it was a great kind of like callback too because you know obviously the famous you know shot in in civil war when ant-man was on top of the arrow of of hawkeye and, and you know, shot up, and that's how he, you know, joined the fight. You know, is is just always iconic, and that was obviously from the comics too. So, kind of like a little, you know, coy callback. That was just so great, where he just shot it at the arrow, and and again, it showed their teamwork, where she shot it up, and he aimed for it, and then it just, you know, it went bit like, oh man, that was just pure entertainment right there. I I, I love that so much. It was, yeah, it was, and you know that. It was such a it was such an interesting uh, interesting scene to begin with too because we're we're starting off and you could tell like Clint did not trust her at all to be shooting these arrows right like he was like there's he's like I would much rather let this 22 year old drive in a car chase than let her shoot the arrows. My favorite part, my favorite part is that he can't see her shooting the arrows and he can't <laughs> hear her shooting the arrows. Yeah. So he has no clue what's going on. He's basically just driving. Oh, Just absolutely. Driving. They're yeah, whole banter. Well, go, go on, yeah. Well, I was saying, like, yeah, they're quick. Their whole banter throughout the whole thing was just so, you know, interesting because he couldn't hear at all what was going on, but she was still talking to him like he could. So it was kind of like, like, you know, like who's working with who right here? It was that was what was so much fun too. And she kept doing it. Like she could not get, she could not fathom that he could not hear anything at all. Like she was yeah. just the whole time through just talking, talking. Oh, like man. this man has no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> driving, <laughs> driving deaf. That's, that's crazy. Like that's the craziest thing I think that happened. You can't yeah. hear and you're in a car. Like, oh man. I guess if you're going to drive deaf, you might as well be in like a chase scene throwing caution to the wind. Cause you're really not worrying about people if they're honking at you. You're not worried <laughs> yeah, about you're already, you so. You're already on edge right there. So. So they they uh, survive, you know. Spoiler alert: they survive their uh, chase with uh, tracksuit mafia. Um, great escape, classic uh, Hawkeye, you know, jumping backwards off of a platform. Um, what did we think about? And that was kind of the climax of this episode, right? Would it be Would it be fair to say? 
I mean, I mean, again, yeah. the I rest, mean, there was a lot of action after, but it was falling action. The, I would honestly, say. It was, it was this, the discussion with Hawkeye's family. Yeah. It was that meeting in the diner. I felt like this episode was kind of cool because it kind of played backwards. You know, it was all the meaty stuff was in the, in the beginning. And then it kind of eased its way out to like, you know, further, you know, in the story. So I thought that was kind of interesting that they, they chose that kind of, um limit i mean i guess that's you know that's the beauty of having a show as opposed to a movie is you could reinvent yourself so you know that was fun actually it was yeah and that's the thing right like after we just went through what if where there were like three to four episodes that were the darkest timelines possible in the marvel universe whether (laughs) it was whether it was strange supreme whether it was you know captain carter having to leave steve in the past things like that kind of nice to have like a happy-go-lucky christmas like theme obviously mm. i mean no one's pleased that you know clint is missing the movie marathon by the way clint clint's bay is so ride or die i really oh just love God. her whether it's whether it's in uh age of ultron you know i've always supported your avenging or basically <laughs> just does not question does not question one bit that this guy is not going to be home for christmas after he told the kids that she goes oh well it's, it's fine just go like take care of business or whatever so Gotta love that he has that foundation. And maybe that's one of his superpowers is having that family foundation because let's I mean, face absolutely. it, a lot of other Avengers don't have that. Yeah. That's true. No, I, I 100% agree with that. I mean, that even though like I like that aspect, like in Age of Ultron, when they introduce his family and, and you know, he was able to take them to a safe haven. I think at, at some points it kind of got a little like, okay, what is going on with the Joss Whedon like dialogue? You could tell like he's just kind of like phoning it in because you know, the movie itself was just killing him and he just didn't want to do it anymore or whatnot. But again, I, I think what they built upon, and I mean, especially it shows, you know, in the end game with, you know, the loss of his family and, and getting them back, you know, it was, you know, it's always, it was always great to, you know, see them pop up. And, and that's what, again, he's the human, you know, of it. And I, I mean, yeah. and I think that the aspect of, him, you know, with, you know, losing his hearing throughout, because obviously that shows that he's human. Like he, through all those battles and being next to bombs and all that stuff, he mm-hmm. lost his hearing. And and it shows, you know, he's really the human side of the Avengers. And, and you know, as much as people always say, it's always oh, Hawkeye, he doesn't have powers, like I said before, you know, it does show his humanity. And I think, you know, what Jeremy Renner has done with the character in the movies and and in the show it it seems you know to be working he really brings a humanity to the team you know? by the way and this is a pop- world with thanos you know it's crazy but <laughs> thanos was right he's reading on the urinal in the episode mm-hmm. by the way all due oh. respect to laura i didn't mean to just you know label her hawkeye's bay but you know sometimes you just gotta label people the way they are in the episode oh no yeah kind of Lindo carlini <laughs> you know okay so with that said gents we get down to the final five to seven minutes give me your thoughts on this falling action of the episode i know we have one or two more things we want to get into um and ultimately what has every episode kind of ended with like a cliffhanger where we zoom yeah. in on one person oh, interacting was, with another? I don't know. I mean, to me, that was, I, I don't even want to say it was jarring. I was just because I was hooked. This was also a short episode. I mean, we had two back to back last week and they kind of flowed into each other like very well. This one was kind of, you know, it was a little bit like, oh, crap. So once that ending came, I was like, wait, what? Like, no. And, you know, obviously we got to wait till next week to see. But, you know, I, I mean, it's exciting. 
you know, I mean, you know, there's always a way to do a cliffhanger, you know, whether it's mm-hmm. a little bit, Truth you know, be told, whether it was Loki, Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, what if these episodes have a way that when they, when that like rising music happens at the end or whatever, you know, it's oh, you're like, you're like, no, 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 no. And that, <laughs> yeah. and that, and that really is shows that they're doing a good job. Right. Mm-hmm. Very true. Um, so yeah, the, at the end of this episode, I mean, we kind of got, like we said, that, that humanizing element of, of Clint talking to his son, kind of talking to his son. And oh, it was really, that, it was that, a really nice. broke my heart. It, yeah. And it was a really that, nice that moment was. with him and Kate though. Like really nice. Like, yeah. To show it worked both ways. It worked both Absolutely. ways. Yeah. Because I don't know about you guys, but I'm getting more and more worried about the, the fate of our guy Hawkeye, which is the more and more that they sell like what i know that's a big thing to drop right yeah now. i've been thinking about that because there's a lot that they're importing into this universe you can't not think about right now. yeah exactly and they keep saying like oh i'm gonna make it home i'm gonna make it home it's like you're you, i'm just i don't know marvel hasn't done that a lot they haven't really just given you that that sh- i guess that's a lie they kind of have done it a couple times but this would be one of them and um so i'm just very i'm very wary about that but it was great to see the relationship between him and kate kind of that kind of, I think, solidified they were there together. They had that little conversation afterwards. They after they got the little diner or wherever they were eating, and she's like, "We're in this together." So I think seeing them cohesive, still going to be odd couple, whatever the heck's going to happen. Like he's just tired of her shit. I'm really waiting to interested to see when she actually is going to like let him know about like what happened to her and her yeah. youth and why she like. Like, cause he's, he tells her like, I'm not a role model at all. Like she, in that moment, they were she kind of be building like, to Bro. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I if saw you, you fighting aliens. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Dominate in the Super Bowl and they go for a hundred yards and two touchdowns. You're like, wow. I was like there when you dominated the Super Bowl. I was there when you yeah. jumped off of the I mean, North yeah. Tower. Like it took out three Chitauri to defend New York City. I mean, come on. How do you not bring that up? Yeah. yeah. It's, you think, you think that wouldn't slip under the table, but um, let's talk about, the very ending, the cliffhanger. Yeah, my guy, Jock. Our guy, Jock. Now, Maniac, you weren't here with us last week. We went into a little bit of his story. Yep. So I can and I can run it back again for everybody. If the if whoever missed this, watching this now, listening to this, he is Clint Barton's mentor in the comics. Okay. As as the man named the Swordmaster. Um, there's another character at that circus that they are all together named Trickshot, who kind of takes Clint under his wing afterwards, teaches him how to use the arrows, obviously Trickshot, whatever. Um, they they take down our boy Jacques after he is stealing money from the circus, which stealing money from a circus, like you couldn't find a better place to steal money from. You're going to have all these swords and everything, whatever, though. Um, so the, the major point of me bringing that back up is that they have clearly have a history in the comic books together established from Clint's youth. So this, this, the fact that this ends on a cliffhanger in the first moment where they kind of lock eyes, even though it's a very intense moment, obviously, Mm. but where they kind of lock eyes, that's gotta be like, I'm expecting, we were talking about the cold opens. I brought that up next week. Is it just going to be, you know, maybe young Clint Barton and we get to see kind of like Mm. the, the real origin of how he, how he came to be. And maybe that connection with, our boy Jack Jacques is is kind of explored a little bit more. I'm very interested to see if they how much 
they're going to go into more of like the history of Hawkeye with the rest of this show too. Yeah. Um, I like that idea. Well, cause that too, like obviously, you know, Marvel is just, you know, always world building and trying to introduce characters, you know, I mean, you know, is it sad to say that they're always just trying to set up the next thing, <laughs> but not entirely. This is also Hawkeye's show. So I would love that That's if true. they kind of really delve into like, what was Hawkeye about? Like, I don't think we're going to get any Budapest stuff between him and <laughs> Natasha, but um, you know, but like, like true origins of him, I think that would be great. I would, I would be here for that. I, like, absolutely. absolutely. That's for the, uh, Go ahead. No, and I just wanted to say, um, you know, Marvel typically, I, I don't know if they, I would say they copy their own structure sometimes, but they do love when things line up in a way, even mm -hmm. between different series, different characters. In Loki episode four, we got the cold open, which was Sylvie being abducted mm. by the TVA. It'd be yeah. very similar to get some That's background true. on uh, Hawkeye here. So very interested to see if that yeah. happens. That's true. The and the other thing I want to mention, Casal, you mentioned it in passing earlier, the uncle of Echo. Mm. We heard that voice at the beginning of the episode. Oh my god! Tell me that I, didn't yeah. sound a little bit like our man Vincent D'Onofrio. It Tell me sounded, that laugh it, and everything didn't sound a little oh, bit. Like it. I mean, I'm come on! Saying, like you know, like saying. obviously, we're all you know, we're all getting excited for No Way Home to see what's happened. I hope you had luck getting your tickets, uh, everybody, because it was you know it was a pain in the butt. Luckily, I got nine of them. But um, yeah, I mean, I mean, come on, like that's all we want i i adore the netflix stuff and i i just always loved it and vincent d'onofrio as as kingpin and and stuff that he did in that show was just fantastic and you know the building of him so i mean again you know like who's to say i remember hearing a lot of stuff in the past before this show came out a lot of people were speculating is this a, a proper way to introduce them you know or like because that's that too like i mean with rumors of daredevil showing up and no way home and all that stuff. And cause I, I think they, they have the ability to now like use the rights and stuff or well, I don't know how that works, but come on. I, I love me some Vincent Donofrio's Kingpin. He was great. He's great. You know, in everything, like I, I really enjoy him as an actor. So to see him, to see what he could do yeah. with the, with this kind of storytelling, I mean, would just be, you know, like that's just, oh, come on. That makes me so excited. I, as soon as, once I heard his voice, I literally was like, I moved up. I was like, no way. Like that's, just, <laughs> that's what we're here for. And that's what's just so exciting. So to see them pull it off would really be something. I honestly didn't even realize it until I watched like the first 20 minutes here. And then my brother and dad came home. They started watching. So I just waited for mm. them and then went and finished it. And they're like, did you hear his voice at the beginning? Oh, I was yeah. like, as soon no, as he I laughed no or whatever he did, I like... I, I just I knew I just I heard it. I was like, oh my god, imagine because even like his hands, like that's all we saw was like yeah. his hands, and it, it seemed you know like a big presence. Big so, dude, holy yeah. crap. I'm just that's saying crazy. there's he's all Hawkeye made that Clint made that little passing comment about this the guy ahead of Echo is always trying to make moves. We're about to have chaos in New York City in No Way Home and in the Marvel comics for the last three years about Kingpin has been the mayor of New York City, oh, absolutely. which is just absolutely berserk to begin with but you know big city city getting destroyed you know multiversal action coming down yeah i, I could see that, that there's a power structure that's setting up for our guy to slide back in and kind of cause some havoc yeah. for our new york and then ben getting daredevil saves the day 
Right? Yes. That's what, yes. He's got a multiverse. better chance. He's got a multiverse. better chance coming through the multiverse and no way home as Batman than he does as Daredevil. <laughs> no, no. And when he when he was Daredevil, that it, might be happening. Of course, yeah. of course. No, no. I get hey, folks. Let's face it. There's you got appreciate you for checking into this power structure we got here on what's Trainwreck watching breaking down Hawkeye episode three. Huge shout out to our correspondents, Mr. Hollywood Casali Files, and the Micah Man Jake. Micah, we are signing off for now, but hey, you know, over the next week, make sure you don't get any car chases. If you want to give your dog some pizza, yeah, that's okay. Don't. And if you want to listen to some Imagine Dragons, that's okay too. We got free money football coming up shortly live here, so don't go anywhere. But again, huge kudos to our What's Train Rock watching staff. Go have a good rest of your Hawkeye hump day because here hey, at, at What's okay, Train Rock okay. watching, you know, it's always about one thing, and that is next, next, next week's, week's episode.